Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth Women's Podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to connect women of different life stages and ethnicities for fellowship, discipleship, and encounters with the Trinity that will lead to living missional lives. We pray that this podcast will bring life to your mind, body, and spirit. Welcome. My name is Lindy Pinkson, and I'm the pastor of Women here at Antioch Fort Worth. And we just want to welcome you to our monthly podcast. We started this podcast um, last fall, and it has been such a joy having different women come in and share their stories and share about different topics. And this runs monthly from September through May. And so we're welcoming you to our October podcast. And I have a special treat for you guys this morning. Miss Karen Stevens is sharing with us this morning. Hello, Karen. Good morning. Well, I'm so thankful that you're here. Um, And before we get started, Karen is actually going to share with us on hospitality, the ministry of invitation. And you guys are in for a beautiful treat this morning. But before she gets into it, Karen, um, how long have you guys been a part of Antioch Fort Worth? My husband, Michael, and I have been part of Antioch for seven years. Seven years. Wow. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. I knew it was somewhere between five and seven, but seven specifically. Mm -hmm. I love that. And Karen has a full, um, beautiful family. And so Karen, tell us the names and ages of your kids. This is a test, you know, because this is hard to do. It feels like a test. Yes. Um, Emily is 18. Abraham is almost 16. Benjamin is 13. Laura is 10. And Violet is 7. Wow. So Karen um, speaks about hospitality with a house full of people mm-hmm. that she gets to mm-hmm. practice this message on. Right, Karen? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we um, are excited about what you're going to share with us this morning. And so to start off, just tell us, how would you dis- de- define or describe hospitality? I would describe hospitality as an offering. Mm. I think first of our heart mm-hmm. and then of our time and our creativity and then our resources. Um, and I also I think it's that. an exchange. Mm-hmm. I think it's an exchange of um, pouring out ourselves mm-hmm. And allowing someone else space to soak up that offering. Oh, I like that. And um, I also think that it's important for us to show hospitality, but I also think it's important for us to receive hospitality. Mm. Um, because I think we're changed when we're seen and invited. Right. And I think when someone prepares a place for us. Right and waits for us Uh, and we receive that, I feel like we're changed. Mm. Um, I also think it's what you, it's not what you do. Like hospitality is not something you have to do, but it's who you are. You can be hospitable anywhere. I like that, wow. Wow, we kid, we're done. (laughs) Those are some great things um, to think about. I mean, I. I love, um, I love it that it's, you know, it's who we are. Because I think so many times in our culture, it's about what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and also just receiving hospitality and waiting for the person, and it's mm-hmm. an exchange. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, so obviously, Karen, from this little bit you've already shared, you feel passionate about the subject. So, mm-hmm. I mean, why does this subject matter important to you? Um, why are you passionate about it? 
Um, I'm passionate about it because I think people are waiting to be invited. Mm. I think people are longing to hear, come in, yeah. like, come over. That's There's good. a place for you. Right. Um, and I've been changed by hospitality. Like mm-hmm. both of my grandparents made me feel like when I showed up, right. the world stopped mm. and I was important. I was the most important thing. Um, they had joy when I showed up and there was right. like this sense of gratitude, like, wow. like a guest of honor. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when people experience that, mm-hmm. they walk away like full. Wow. And so I think that's important. I think that's necessary. I think people are longing to feel that way. Wow. I love that. You know, and just a story about Karen and um, we had some missionaries visiting, um, from Southeast Asia about a year ago and they had dinner at Karen's house and she specifically was talking about how how loved she felt and how even the attention to detail and to her and just all the everything that you put into it Karen really really affected her mm-hmm. and I mean Karen didn't know I was going to say this but I just think that's true just people love to feel invited mm-hmm. and to feel seen. And they felt like guests of honors. That's the whole point. They felt like this isn't just like Karen about us over, squeezing us in her schedule. Mm-hmm. It was like, mm-hmm. it was a planned thing. Yeah. And you created an environment where they really felt seen. And I think that is beautiful. Um, but so why do you think it's important that we're talking about this subject about hospitality? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but kind of expand on it a little mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's important to talk about hospitality because I feel like that's what the kingdom of God looks like. Mm. As we look through the gospels and see what Jesus did, like he was so incredibly hospitable. Like seeing, and I said this before, like seeing Nathaniel under the tree Mm -hmm. and, um, and then inviting him in as a disciple. Like he decided because he realized Jesus had seen him. Right. Um, but even just preparing the loaves and fishes, like taking up the offering and preparing for all the people, like because of his love. I feel like that is hospitality. Right. I think meeting Nicodemus in secret, because that's where Nicodemus was. Right. Is hospitable. That's like good. he was hospitable. Yeah. Um, And I also think it's something that people need to be called into Mm -hmm. um, and empowered to be hospitable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it needs to be modeled by us inviting people in. Right. Um, Because it can be daunting. It can be really daunting to think you have to do a whole bunch of stuff. Right. So um, you don't. You have to see people like Jesus did. You have to invite them in like he did and meet them where they are like Mm -hmm. he did. So So you don't make people transform into your view of hospitality. You really really form hospitality for the person. Mm. Try to. (laughs) Like when you're doing well. Right. I think yes. Right. Yes. That's a, that's a really interesting thought to think about. You know, something you said that I think I can get caught up in sometimes with hospitality is the view of hospitality is, you know, I, when we all have had people over and we have let the task become yes. more important than the person. Yes. 
you know, I mean, how do you, how do you, that tension, you know, like someone leave, they'd leave and you served them a great meal, but you didn't even have a conversation mm-hmm. with, I mean, th- that mm-hmm. is a reality sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and I love it what you're saying though, because you're saying the person's more important mm-hmm. than even a clean house Mm -hmm. sometimes right Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) yes absolutely um another thing on this subject this morning i was reading in revelations 19 9 um and it says blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb Mm. and i feel like hospitality kind of glimmers and glimpses um that that is to come yeah absolutely I think that's another important reason we are to practice hospitality. Yes, yes. I love that picture. All right. Well, any, um, okay, so for the person listening here and they're like, okay, I want I want to grow in this area. Um, I mean, how do you create an environment of hospitality? Mm-hmm. So you personally, how do you do that? And obviously your grandparents, which I love. I mean, those that are listening that are grandparents, I mean, this makes me want to be like, oh, mm-hmm. You know, and also for my children, you know, really being present. How many times we're not present even right. with our own children yes. and making them feel really seen and known. But so how does one create an environment of hospitality? Mm-hmm. I would say what Jamie says, wake up in the morning and meet with Jesus mm-hmm. so that you have something valuable to offer to people. That's good. That's good, um, Karen. You can offer a conversation. This morning I was reading this. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like invite someone into a conversation right. about what you're processing, like valuable things that you're processing. I, f- I think that's step one, right. <laughs> have something to offer. That's good. Um, and then, yeah, I, just to say again, like you are hospitality, like you bring it with you. That's good, yeah. Um, you create it with words. You create hospitality with words when you encourage mm-hmm. and when you affirm. And then when you invite people in, um, you bring it with you. So that's how you create it. People aren't going to be surprised when they're in your home, when they've seen you at church and you stop and you look at their eyes. Right. And you hand them a little note or you found something like a chocolate, whatever, you know, something that made them think of, made you think of them. You hand it to them. Right. They're not going to be surprised when they go into your home. Right. And you welcome them in. It starts before they enter the threshold that. of your door. Yeah, because we, we really do put hospitality in a box. Like, who is hospitable with their home? I mean, that's the, when, we, when I think of hospitality, that's easy when you, when you put, want to put it in a box. But what you're saying is that we embody this spirit mm-hmm. of hospitality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I did have to say, you know, one time Karen came over to my house. It's about a year ago. And we were just going to connect. And she ended up bringing... All these amazing Trader Joe's snackies that now I love to my home. She brought hospitality to mm-hmm. my home, you know, and so it really does say what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. like it's the person, it's the spirit in us, it's noticing, mm-hmm. seeing someone, and taking the time to be present with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, which I think Absolutely. is beautiful. And and Karen walks this out. Um, okay, so Karen, you're, you talked about. We are, we are hospitality, and so wherever we're going, we're hospitable. And obviously, you touched on people coming to your home. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes people think, oh, I can't be hospitable because I don't have the budget mm-hmm. to be hospitable. 
please debunk mm-hmm. that idea for us. Yeah. And because that is not true. And it's another lie from the enemy mm-hmm. to say that, oh, you only can be hospitable if you have this size of house, this budget for snacks or fruit or whatever. We yes. all we all have those things in our head. So can you please talk to us about that? Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the verses I love, and I don't exactly know where it is, but it's never despise meager beginnings. Mm. And really, really, really use what you have. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have saltine crackers and you display them with some olives on a platter, like, use what you have in your yeah. cabinet. You don't have to... People aren't coming over for a feast, really. They're coming over to connect with your heart. Yeah. Like, that's what they're really longing for. Right. So whatever you have, serve it on whatever platter you have, whatever paper plate, whatever right. bowl. Just do it, <laughs> number one. But if you want some practical things, like... My number one thing was make water special. Like you can put some ice and a teeny bit of sweetener in with some blueberries floating on top and like mint and it'll literally cost you less than 25 cents. Just make water special. I love that. And it is cheap and it's everybody has water at their house. Um, I love that. But also like or brownies are 98 cents a box with some strawberries and whipped cream like less than five bucks like. turn on your coffee maker like before people come so that they just smell coffee in your home like just warm and familiar love it um and then just i wrote also down like a cucumber a bag of baby carrots what whatever it can be super super modest right and um it means i've prepared a place for you once it's on your table waiting when someone walks in that's so good Karen. um and also like but to thrift if you were on a budget and you need something like be willing to thrift and then wait like that is just how we've lived we've thrifted and we've waited like Mm. i really wanted a percolator and i've waited not a percolator um i really wanted a french press and i waited a couple years for it like, and finally I found it for $3.50. And you did so not. $3.50? Yes. So oh, I know that. what I want yeah. to host, like, and then I wait for it. And wow. we have to wait on the Lord all the time. Like, that's, that's the reality of who right. we are as right. his kids. Right. And so this is just a practical way to, like, wait on the Lord for what you need or what you want. Wow. That's some deep thinking. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love how you... Um, you know, because our culture is like, well, you you need you, or you want, go get, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I love it how even in that process of waiting, what the Lord does in your heart mm-hmm. as you're waiting. And so when you get that, that French press, you probably every day you use it, you're yes. like, thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. You know, I love that. It is seeing God's faithfulness yes. when you wait and then he provides. It yes. is. It's not an altar, but it's no, like absolutely. it's a remembrance absolutely. of God provided this for me. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, Karen. As we're kind of wrapping up, is there anything else you want to add about hospitality? Yes. Um, one thing that I would like to add is that hospitality is a priority; that mm. it's not a luxury. Um, by being hospital, we have the opportunity to strengthen the body of Christ. Right. And we also have an opportunity to invite people into the body of Christ right. as we just 
see. Yeah. As we see one another. I love so. that. But you know, Karen, reality is, is you can't have, you, Karen alone cannot have everybody mm-hmm. at any out Fort Worth over to your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you maybe could over like 10 years or something, but so how, how do you, how do you, um, that tension tell us, do you have any advice of how you've learned to walk at peace with just as, you know, having the whoever that you're supposed to have over and not feeling guilty or mm-hmm. sad. You can't, I mean, does, does yes. it make sense? Yes. Um, I'm actually walking through this right now is accepting my limitations Mm, in um, being hospitable, inviting people in because we are all full right now, especially at the beginning of school year and then the holidays and all the things. But um, for me, I am going to just get out my calendar and have like a wish list of people that I would like to have into my home. Right. And I'm going to ask Jesus, like, who, when, mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. how, right. and then create margin for that. That's good. Because we have to create the margin because it's not there. Right, right. Automatically. Yes. So, um, and living within that limit and saying, okay, this six weeks I can have this one family over. Right. And that's what I'm going to do. Right. And listen to Jesus and then do it. Exactly. I love that. You know, and I think what you're bringing into is our calendars and our desires to have our home be places of hospitality. But, and I struggle with this because I, I do, I want to have everybody over, make sure I get everybody over at some point. And that is in, that is not a reality. And it's not what the Lord wants for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. to run around. Um, Cause have you ever had somebody over and it, it was done out of just, trying to squeeze a minute and just wasn't most maybe best evening or best lunch. I mean, I've done that before. And so I just think that's a real tension that we all have. I love that having the list and even doing it in seasons. Like I'll do a list for the summer, list for the fall, Mm -hmm. for the spring. I mean, I was looking at the list right now on my desk with the sticky notes of people I wanted to have over the summer and I didn't get them all over, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and there's that tension. But I think we just, as long as we're in the game and keep, keep at it that, um, there's peace there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing I was thinking about as you're talking, because I know in this culture, even with Pinterest coming, and Pinterest is amazing. There's a lot of creative creativity, even cheap ideas, inexpensive ideas. But how 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 do you do this struggle with comparison and creativity and what you're allowing yourself to look at, so you won't get? Do you struggle with that? With the, or are you more like this is what I can do, and I feel peaceful with it. If that's the way you live, how did you get there? Um, I'm more the latter. I am yes. more, this is my limit. I can live beautifully within this limit. Like That's I'd so like good. knowing what it is because I feel like really whatever it is, financial or physical or intellectual mm-hmm. limitations, I feel like none of it's a mistake. Like okay. none of it's haphazard or, or, um, wasted. God uses those limits to train us and teach us. And so, um, for the most part, I live comfortably within my limits. Um, but what I do to host is I may look on Pinterest rarely. I rarely look on Pinterest. I might look through a magazine uh-huh. and I'll see a setting. Or I might be in a store and I might see something I think is beautiful. Right. And so, um, 
I try not to collect things, but I will have a like a brass platter that I really love. Right. And I'll put a flower with it or a little white pumpkin with like a a tea cup. Like it doesn't yes. take much. Yes. To just use like I said the things that you have that mm-hmm. you feel are beautiful that you want to offer That's to good. people. Um, and if you do struggle with, well, I want my house to look like Pinterest, my recommendation is don't look at Pinterest. Like, right. Um, and if you do, choose one thing and try to replicate it. Like one small Good. thing Good. to replicate. I love that. I love that. I love, yeah, it's um, finding it. I like what you said about what's beautiful to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like what brings you joy. And, um, and offering that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So thank you yeah. so much, Karen. This has been so encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I love hospitality. My mom really loved to make things beautiful for people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that is kind of what you're saying as well. You know, mm-hmm. people notice when you take mm-hmm. a little effort to make them yes. feel seen and known. And um, as we're kind of ending up, we just pray a blessing on everybody mm-hmm. that's listening and that God would just speak to their hearts. Mm-hmm. And there's no comparison here, too, as well. You know, just even as what Karen's sharing about hospitality, we are all on a journey on mm-hmm. this. And so you're probably somewhere in the journey. And God wants to move you forward in the area of hospitality because he does want us all to be hospitable. Mm-hmm. This is not just for those that have the gift of hospitality. Exactly. Don't you agree? I completely agree. Yes. And it doesn't mean you have to have a certain budget mm-hmm. or a certain kind of house or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, Karen has five kids, so even her knowing her limits on what she yes. can actually do. Yes. And she homeschools her kids, so that is another factor. Um, but can you just pray that blessing on us? Yes. Yes. Father, I am thankful that you've called us into these days, into this day. And you have um, placed your spirit within us. And you want us to share that spirit with the world around us. And we can do that Mm -hmm. through hospitality. Um, So God, whoever is listening, I pray that you would give them fresh ideas, creativity, that they would be able to assess what they're able to offer, what you've given them to offer, and that um, with courage they would just offer it back to you and invite people into conversation into their a coffee shop into their homes mm-hmm. um, and build build us up Lord through hospitality and loving one another yes. in Jesus name amen amen thank you so much Karen for joining thanks us for, this morning yeah, thanks for having me you guys have a great week as you um, ask the Lord to help you um, love hospitality and embody that to the body of Christ and for those who don't know him yet be blessed